0: Hello and welcome to Going 19, episode 21. Today we are covering part 3 of it from Stephen King, called Grown Ups, as well as the third interlude. I am Ed, with me are Allie and Amber. Let's start the show.
1: At least I was saying that I finished the reading uh, as of like ten minutes ago. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finished this morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, that way it stays fresh in your mind, right?
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what did we do? The part before the, so part three, grown up, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Which yes. I realize is not nearly as interesting. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: like I said, that's where the just one screwed up thing after another starts. It's like, uh, this guy went there and did this, and this one did that, and it, it's... I mean, well, I mean yeah... I uh, when they're kids. I was kind of reading it just to get through it. Uh, it did have some cool flashbacks. Exactly, yeah. The flashbacks were the best parts. <laughs> yeah, when they were kids. Um, I mean, the reunion's part of this. I, I like the reunion.
1: It's, uh... It's still kind of scary, like, how uh, some of the lines from the movie are word for word from the book. Like, I just watched it a month or two ago, and I can hear it in my head as I'm reading it.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't think it's much for the new movie, but from the miniseries, definitely. Some parts, especially the reunion, are legit, like, word for word.
0: Yeah. I think even, like, fortune cookies are uh, word for word moment action Mm -hmm. for action
2: yeah the fortune cookies the like the prince albert and a can from the library which i totally thought tim curry had just made up (laughs) Uh, i forgot about that part
0: (laughs) yeah that was that's something people used to say a long time ago kind of dumb but (laughs) uh you know i could see tim Curry making that up it could go either way
1: I definitely, there were a few moments that made me, like, chuckle because I think he's so comfortable with them at this point. Like, there's no guessing. Like, he's there and they know he's there to hurt him and he's just messing with them. Like, the jokes that he makes and the stuff he puts on the balloons, it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, Every time, like, he he uses a lot of yellow balloons in the book. Like, hey, that's supposed to be red. What are you doing?
1: But, there was like a green one like I think Bev, Bev's was green it's just weird how random the colors are
0: yeah I don't think the red balloon thing happened until after the movies came out <laughs> yeah where that was uh, and again at the reunion um Bill does just remind me that he, <laughs> he is Stephen King basically so he's the author character and right? everything everything he does just seems at least slightly autobiographical
1: yeah especially because <laughs> yeah. this was probably one of i mean this was his one of his earlier works right
0: um he had been uh carrier was 74 this was 86 so he had a I mean everything's earlier i guess technically oh uh, that's true <laughs> i mean he'd been doing it for a dozen years so okay never mind you could say it was, it was mostly pre-Dark Tower. He was, uh, still finding his voice, I guess I would say.
1: hmm Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, more confident, able to express himself better.
0: Yeah. And Bill smokes, which I thought was interesting. I think, uh, King was still smoking and walking down to the Red Apple, uh, at the time. Um... <laughs> um Yeah, that's where they tell him Stan's dead. Um, I'm just making my way through the uh, uh, beginning of the dinner. Like I wrote Y on the side of the page, and I can't remember why I wrote that. I need I need more de- be more detailed when I do that
3: stuff.
0: It was. <laughs> Talk about. I think. I think when he wrote this book, what I'm realizing is, I guess, so Stephen King would have been forty, about to turn forty. I think he was uh, having problems with getting older. I don't think he was a big fan. All the, all the characters are are seem to be struggling with being older and trying to go back home, and it doesn't work. There's a, there's a whole lot of references to how you can't go back home and everybody's old now.
1: Yeah, how you don't want to see things change.
0: Yeah. I like how right. Mike says, I spent my whole life in Derry and they're going to bury me in Mount Hope Cemetery. So,
1: I mean, I guess objectively, that's just a fact.
0: <laughs> I yeah. mean, is that the only game in town? I guess maybe it is.
1: <laughs>
0: One way of saying I'm never going to leave.
1: I did think it was kind of like rude towards the end there, where um, Bill comments on Mike's truck, and he's like, "Yeah, all the all of the losers got out of dairy, uh, and they did well for themselves, except Mike, who's still a loser, something like that."
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Mike was yeah. When he saw his truck, he's like, "Oh yeah." I thought he was gonna like start a fund for him or something. The <laughs> so Mike Handlin had to babysit everybody else, so fun. And then they said in the canal the canal is still here like well did you expect it to go somewhere (laughs) Um, canals don't just disappear uh well i mean i guess maybe they do um how okay so uh, yeah i had a lot of problems when they first met He's like, when I walked in the room, there was Ben Hanskill. I'm like, well, how do you know that? You haven't seen the guy in 27 years. You don't know, <laughs>
3: you
0: know. I mean, I guess maybe he was on TV, but they, they all talk about... on He was on, like, Time Magazine or something, I think. But they, but they all talk about how uh, they were all famous, but not... Uh, like, when Beverly heard it was Bill Denbrough, she didn't make the connection. Or when Bill yeah. saw... Him, that it was Ben Hansgum. He didn't make the connection, so...
1: Yeah. Uh, like they knew of each other, but they forgot that they, they knew each other.
0: <laughs> right. I'm jealous. <scared. coughs>
2: Which, awesome. thinking back to the beginning of the book, Stan did remember. He was like, oh, Bill Denbrough, I went to school with him. We were chums, and he was reading his books because of that. So I wonder Ooh. if that's yet another reason why Stan couldn't come back.
0: Why did Stan remember? That's a good point. That's a good, yeah,
1: that's a really good point. Like, he could never yeah. quite let go of that...
0: Uh,
1: I don't know. They sometimes refer to it as, like, the crazy man inside of
0: them. Yeah. The- <laughs> Stan couldn't?
1: Well, meaning, like, I think that... If forgetting when you leave dairy is either a, um, like, a defense for the creature and or, like, for yourself. <laughs> um, maybe because of everything that's happened there, and it's part of, like, growing up. So if you, they seem to equate this, uh, like, belief in demons and monsters and magic to, um, like, childhood. Or that childhood, like, innocence. So, like, Stan could never quite shake that fear
0: well, I think forgetting is definitely part of living in Barry, no doubt about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm surprised they know how to get home at night. <laughs>
3: um.
1: Real quick, I was looking at my notes. Uh, when uh, Bill is in the cab on the way to the restaurant, the radio uh-huh. says something about an escaped mental patient from some... I'm um, reading a quote now. The radio muttered something about an escaped mental patient from somewhere who was supposed to be very dangerous and then began muttering about the Red
0: Sox who weren't.
1: I'm like, is that a reference to Henry Bowers?
0: Oh, that's completely a reference to Henry Bowers.
1: Yeah, I didn't catch that the first time. Yeah. I didn't catch that this time.
0: (laughs) I mean, unless there's two escaped mental patients running around from Juniper Hill, I I don't think so.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't say Juniper Uh, Hill.
0: Wow. Where I'm well, okay, so Bill's in the cab. I don't know, uh,
1: but it was just can't. so offhand, and I was like, "That's that. That can't be a coincidence."
0: Yeah, I, I remember. I don't think I caught that when I read it, and then I, when I was doing the audio book, said, "Oh wait a minute." That uh, oh, by the way, do you guys know about Strawberry Spring? Have you heard of that?
1: No, no.
0: It's like a podcast where they do a play, and Amber, I think this is like, you're talking about The Dark Tower, where um, they're acting it out. Yeah,
1: but it's just visual or audio for the right. other
0: one. That's what this one is, it's just audio, but it's a whole, I mean, they got actors playing parts, it's like a whole thing based right. on Stephen King's story, so I start, it's pretty neat. So That's cool. Um, you guys should check it out. Cool. Strawberry Spring, which was a story of his, I think, in Night Shift, I barely remember it. Mm. Uh, but apparently a strawberry spring is a new england fog that's so thick you know you can't see your hand in front of your face and all that (laughs) Uh, like the which gives you plenty of opportunity for bad stuff now oh Uh, so anyway so so side note, and you know i did write uh what did what did bill say he could only remember a name patrick humboldt that had something to do with a refrigerator so mm-hmm. well, that's uh, I'm pretty sure it's not Humboldt, but uh, <laughs> I see what you did there.
1: I've also realized up at this point that, like, I mean, it's typical Stephen King fashion, but it's so much foreshadowing and slow build up to the actual action because, like, we're already we've seen so much of their life as children, and we're here as adults reminiscing about them as children, and we still haven't actually seen the child battle scene. We just keep hearing about it from them.
0: Uh, Yeah, that goes all the way on to the end.
1: Like, I didn't, I forgot about that.
0: This, remember, I think when they go in the sewer, (laughs) he parallels back and forth. So they were kids and this happened, so they are adults and this happened, I think. Uh, So, like, they beat, at the end, they beat them as kids and then they beat them for real as adults kind of thing. Yeah. I
2: mean, we're getting over halfway through the book at this point, so it must be. (laughs)
0: I know I'm like I'm almost at page 700 and like nothing happened yet (laughs) I (laughs) would say
1: nothing there's been a lot of stuff but a lot
0: of flashbacks but like I like they they've made it into town and they've had dinner and they went for a walk (laughs) oh that's (laughs) true you mean
1: in the present yeah that's a good point in the
0: actually, like what has happened in the in the story yeah there's been a lot that happened previously
1: yeah Um,
2: well, and, like, we get all the horror that leads up to them wanting to fight Pennywise, but we don't really, like, we haven't gotten to the meat of that, and it's over halfway through the book, so it's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> At least we God know them. there is a battle in this one. <laughs> True. <laughs>
0: all right who said, spill it, Mike, tell us what's going to happen here and what we can do. And Mike's like, no, we'll eat first. And then we'll talk. Like, no, I think I need to know first. Uh, just personal observation. Yeah. He, uh,
2: but if he told you first, maybe you wouldn't want to eat. Yeah,
0: that's not really going to be an issue.
2: <laughs> I mean, true, but... Uh, He's like, if I'm booking this entire room for however many hours, I at least need to give them some form of dinner. <laughs> right (laughs) that's just my thinking though
0: (laughs) i put on oh yeah so apparently ben put on another okay this doesn't work for me but let's let's try it uh after so ben's already the fattest kid in school right according to what he writes Mm -hmm. and then he puts after uh By the time we moved out of Anjean's place in La Vista and got our own in Omaha, I put on about 90 pounds over when you guys knew. Okay. And then he says, that would have put you at about about 210. So I'm going, okay, wait just a second. (coughs) So that means he weighed 120 when they knew him and that made him the fattest kid in school? (laughs) for
2: for not even a 10th grader for a 10 year old
0: Uh, i mean i I mean i don't know it's probably a little much for like a 12 year old wherever they were but but it doesn't seem like it's that much um i just felt like he was being kind of just (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, i think probably in comparison to what kids would wait now it's yeah, I was... probably over for them because I remember like in the 50s, my grandmother was like 90 pounds, probably. She was just super, super petite. All
0: right. He weighed your or he put on your grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I, and maybe, you know, that might be part of it. Like I mean, the uh like when someone says the fattest kid in school what I picture now would probably be a lot different than what I pictured in 1958 uh cause yeah. you know as America the whole society's got a lot better since then yeah so maybe, the, maybe the standards of the fattest kid in school has uh, risen significantly probably
2: a lot more processed foods now for sure
0: yeah but he did you know that being said he did get it right when they like the coach who like I kind of like and I kind of don't but he told it to him straight like he tapped my forehead right where his damn whistle had bonked me he said that's where everybody's fat you put what's between your ears on diet and you're going to lose weight I'm like well you know that's that's true uh so he must have done some research into the whole psychology of it uh I don't think Mr. Six Miles a Day knows uh anything about that so Ben ends up losing weight just to show up his quick. Uh, so I guess whatever works for you. Um, I'm still at the restaurant. I'm looking at my notes. Um, do you, did we talk about um, Stan? The order of the, how Stan killed himself because it offended his order. They wrote that in in one one of the...
2: Yeah, I think um, that was... um,
0: His sense of the world that was not able to include something like Pennywise coming back.
2: Yeah, that was last time. Because it was in Robert Beverly's kids section that we got that information.
0: He's the kind of person who has to have his books divided up into... Fiction and nonfiction on his shelves, and then wants to have each section in alphabetical order. Oh, that's me. Sorry. Um, my books have to be uh, you know, like they have to be in alphabetical order by author and then date of publication. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Just there. Otherwise, i will never find anything. That's why I redid the books up in the room ever because all the Stephen King books we kept taking down and putting back, and they were all out of order, and I couldn't take it anymore. So. I had to get them back in chronological order.
1: I just thought you like moving them around from side to side.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I like the way them. There's a lot. Of them. I just throw them on the bed and roll around them. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, uh,
1: sounds so painful. Do- <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, right. Hopefully, they're not. <laughs> they're hard
1: all Yeah, they are. Ouch. Um, the thing about Stan, though, that even though that part was last section, there is a section. That- or there is a thought from this time where Bill's talking about him that I thought was really interesting. I don't know if that's why you brought it up, where he says, um, he could stand to be scared, but he hated being dirty. He saw his choices as being only two, stay alive and get dirty or die clean.
0: Yeah, that's the paragraph I was looking at. That's why I wrote, yeah, it offends Stan's sense of order, just Pennywise being in the world. And that was, yeah, I mean, that's he obviously says it better than, i'm trying to but it was stan didn't want to be dirty like uh, he, yeah. he i don't know how that relates to the books though because that's how he starts that so he he yeah he just couldn't live in a world anyways i mean well, he couldn't I live in a world it, where his books were out of order he just couldn't do it like right. he could
1: he could not accept like i think he maybe even maybe that's the opposite of what i was saying It's that he's never wanted to believe even as a child so he could not accept that those things are real.
0: <laughs> you know, they spent a lot of time with Richie, did it's not mean. Be
1: dirty. Go ahead, yeah, sorry. No, I didn't to say that it's to be dirty. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, Richie does a lot of denying. Like, like did, did it even happen? And I don't remember him being that way. That seemed like that was more Stan's thing, but. You know, he talks about oh, Paul Bunyan was just a dream and like he won't accept that it actually happened until it happens again. And he when he was remembering it, he was still calling it a dream thirty years later and then it happened again. And I think he even after it happened to him again, he mentioned something about another dream. Like I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember Richie and maybe I think my problem is I just remember the movies more <laughs> than the book. Uh I don't remember him being that way, that denial about it. Yeah an ie about it
1: i don't know if we're gonna find out more but i do find that kind of odd because like i you know Stans is very well explained but like richie he doesn't believe i mean i guess he hasn't as affected like some of the others have been uh kind of worse
0: (laughs) was that he there for the whale world or something something wasn't richie in Eagle street with yeah he
1: was both. Remember, he So he made Bill go look at the photograph with him and then Bill made him go to the house after they were talking about Eddie, I think.
0: Yeah, he almost got yeah, that was the werewolf that never let up. It like chased him all the way down the damn street.
1: Yeah. But his whole thing was nothing happened to me by myself, which again is like, who cares? Like, you think you're safe? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, and it's like if that encounter with the Paul Bunyan statue happened before, and then he had not only the picture encounter, but the, also the werewolf encounter, he's probably dealt with Pennywise the most, and he just is, like, mentally blocking it, and is like, "No, nope, <laughs> this isn't <laughs> happening.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> okay.
0: Do what you gotta do, right?
1: I
2: guess.
0: Uh,
2: Keep you sane.
0: <laughs> Alright. Harold, Harold. is
1: Garden,
0: uh, Georgie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little Easter egg there. Um, on the, the next, next page, we don't, right? so, oh. um,
1: what did you say?
0: Our your cages, I think it's, like it's thing that way, but um, uh, there, he makes a reference to the dead zone. He says, When that crazy cop killed all those women in Castle Rock, Maine, and those children, yeah, I wrote that, that, down. yeah that was, that was I mean, if you haven't read The Dead Zone, uh, that, that was just a big giveaway. I guess he's assuming that you better have read it by then, because it was 30 years before you wrote this one. Oh, wait. No, The so, Dead Zone was 79, so it was that long. Um,
1: I did not remember that that was from The Dead Zone, but again, like especially reading this book nothing is an accident so I like when he said that i googled it i was like crazy cop that killed all those women in castle rock and i was like dead zone i was like oh, okay
0: uh, yeah i almost did that for the atlanta one but i was like i think i'm that was real life like
1: that was feel, yeah actually i did for that one too it was the first that was wayne, child murders
0: uh, wayne uh yeah it was the only like wayne williams black serial killer that i'm aware of i think like usually, that's like the crazy white guys that that do that stuff. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means or why that is. But, uh, they actually caught Wayne Williams because he was but he they caught him throwing a goddamn body over the bridge. He like pulled up on the bridge and threw it out, and the cops like, "What are you doing?" It's like nothing. In. in the meantime, things <laughs> the uh, uh If that was his like modus operandi, I can't believe he got away with it that long. Killed a couple dozen people I don't know that. Exactly. anyway I like the way he mixes his own uh, people in with the real life they don't really know what's going on
1: it's so confusing if you don't know your history yeah
0: yeah especially I mean like he starts with the Bradley gang in, in you know 190 or the Kitchener Ironworks in 1906 the Bradley gang in 1929 like I'm <laughs> I'm getting ready to Google that to find out what happened um, but I like like that's why I like Anne Rice because she does complete histories like that, where you just you like you put she does like a vampire history for like 400 years, and you you put the book there and you go, oh, that's how that happened, and you go, wait a minute, no, none of that happened.
2: <laughs>
0: um,
2: it makes it yeah. convincing, though.
0: It does. Oh yeah, and it, and it, and it intertwines into the stories, like, like I look forward to the interludes because they're they're like. They're like, the history less than parts. It's kind uh,
1: like, of a...
0: Like, even without them, the book would have stood fine on its own, but I like the fact that they're in there.
1: It's, like, yeah. a, a nice, strange break, too, because it's not like it's talking about happy things, but it's it's more matter of a fact, like, this is what happened a long time ago, not, like, a flashback from when I was a kid, or, like, you know,
0: to me, personally. Yeah.
1: It's,
0: it's almost like stepping outside the story for, like, a chapter. Yeah. Um but you know it's Mike, so it's it's also getting a lot from Mike's perspective. Like, I I, almost an appreciation of all the stuff he had to do to get all this information because he's always talking to someone else and he's like, when I finally tracked him down, he was over here. Like, geez, this guy spent 30 years. uh, Well, I mean, I guess that's what a good librarian does though, right?
1: Yeah, but it's kind of like he's, I mean, well, true, you're collecting the history of the town, but it feels like he's collecting information to learn how to kill it and it's like, which like is still a, a good cause, I guess. Never mind. <laughs>
0: like he knows it's coming back. I mean I guess deep down he does. <laughs> like in eighteen seventy seven there were four lynchings inside the incorporated town limit. One of the one of those at Rope was a lay preacher of the Methodist Church who apparently drowned all four of his children in the bathtub as if they were kittens. Uh, what? Excuse
3: me?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn! What, did he have uh, something against kittens? What was that?"
1: <laughs> I've never heard that expression before.
0: Drowned, drowned all four in the bathtub. Drowned them as if they were kittens, and then shot his wife in the head. Uh, yeah, I, uh, it's like drowning really kittens
2: know. is still pretty awful. Drowning what, children is don't... no better. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys don't drown your kittens. Oh my god, you should try it.
2: No. <laughs>
0: uh, well, no, I didn't actually mean that. So, no, no,
2: I know <laughs> it's still just like that thought is just so. Sad.
0: Just, yeah, for
2: the for the record, <laughs> um, <laughs> please no drowning of kittens, puppies, or children. <laughs> and
0: Pennywise. So it always takes about a year and a half or so, like or maybe a little less, and they cut it short in '57, uh, but they didn't end it. I'm like what so what's he just likes playing with his food for like a year before he uh fills up like, don't really when he
1: says that if, if there's some big sacrifice then it's usually satisfied and it'll go away for the next hibernation period
0: that's the other thing it usually ends with a bang it's like you know the kids go missing and get eaten and all that and that's bad enough but then like you know people I guess die. <laughs> Yeah, the one at a time over thirteen months is a slow burn. It just leads up to hundreds of people to die at once.
1: How are there Uh, still residents? Like, like they must be (laughs) repopulating a lot.
0: (laughs) Well, it's cold up there, man. There's not much else to do. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: Stay warm somehow.
0: (laughs) Hey, I've heard. I haven't spent a winter there, but I've heard about it. I wonder what the cabin? uh, Stone camp, stoner camp looks like in a stone camps where we go where my aunt's house is so i wonder what that looks like with a under a foot of snow i've never seen it
2: it would probably be beautiful but it would probably be like wicked cold yeah
0: right. like, we'll i'd love see. to see it
1: from a drone
0: <laughs> yeah someone someone just came back from me wicked cold <laughs> did, did let me hear you go right over there is where they found the body um <laughs>
2: Sometimes by harvest
0: <laughs> sometimes, Yeah, sometimes dead is better. Better.
1: The um, I don't know if I
0: you watched
1: like, the. I was gonna say I don't know if you watched the new season of American Horror Story, the first half, but the they don't tell you where they are in some like New England town, and I'm like, that's those sound like Maine accents or like close to like I guess it could be Boston right. too, but it's not as harsh as that. <laughs> mm.
0: right. re- it could be Boston, but I really hope not.
1: <laughs> oh there's a difference. Like Maine is a lot it's more like laid back. I mean that's Maine. Yeah.
0: What was it? Patty badge. It's Patty Badge.
1: Patty badge.
0: Um I I have actually the finale was just the other night. I was gonna start watching it and then I hadn't recorded the finale yet, so uh I'm six episodes behind, so I think at this point I'm just gonna start over.
1: Well, it's a uh, double feature. So the first six is one story. The first, the last four, another story completely.
0: I thought they blended into each other.
1: Um, I mean, I know it's I
0: know it's
3: the two storylines.
0: Are, <laughs> are they two separate ones? What? We don't know that. So. Just watch <laughs> it. <laughs> no spoilers. It's probably the safest uh, Did you watch the uh, American Horror Stories?
1: I did. Um, is it related to the story right now?
0: No. We should probably get back to that, but we can talk Ouch. about it later. <laughs> Always with the later. I'm still waiting for you to come. Oh, that's a <laughs> run. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess then we're at the dinner. We eat, I mean, the short answer is we're at the dinner. We eat the food, blah, blah, blah.
1: I didn't even read the fortune cookie scene, really. Like, I skim-read it, because, again, I just saw that movie, and I was like, wow, again, this is, like you said, Allie, Word action for action, too, like you said. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. John Fury, I'm kind of... I wrote Ed Gein next to one of these people's names. I'm trying to place who this person is. Oh, and I keep <laughs> talking about Haven, which is... You guys don't know is where Tommy Knockers is. Haven's like right down the road from Derry. That's a real bad strip of land right there.
1: Uh,
0: uh it's like wait, how far different... is that
1: from the Pet Cemetery Town? <laughs> Lowell? level, whatever that was.
0: Level or level?
1: Um... Are they all on the same plot of land?
0: <laughs> that cemetery is a real town, I think. I mean, levels a... I think they actually lived in level when he got the idea. So I don't know you should have I wonder if Google has an answer for that how far is Derry from uh, Logan? I just like that Hershey uh, Township or Hershey Pennsylvania is in Derry Township so I get to see police cars that say Derry Township on them
1: all. yeah <laughs>
0: that's pretty like, cool hey, can I get a picture of that Widows. Um, that's probably what the cops think.
1: He also mentioned again that dairy is fifty within fifty miles of banger. I'm like, uh huh.
0: Sure. Right, it, it's a lot closer to that. <laughs> he does. I, I did. I didn't realize. Like, he he makes sure to make a distinction that Derry is not banger almost, but it's like, duh. Why are you doing that? Because everyone knows what it is.
1: Well, yeah, I'm like, was he always like that? If he, well, is this the first time he's mentioned there?
0: What do you mean? In the story?
1: Like in No, uh, like, um, I, I don't know the books that came before it, but.
0: Oh, it, it... Uh, in his books. Uh, so let's see. Christine, Pet Cemetery, Stan, Dead Zone, um, Carrie Shining, Kudo. uh, yeah i think i think he made it up for this book
1: Uh,
0: i'm sure i'm missing one or two but i think there's a tower in there
1: oh that's true but um i kind of i forgot what my original point was with that (laughs)
0: yeah um yeah it's just that he makes a distinction between banger and dairy and yeah, it kinda, what
1: I was gonna say is, it like does it is it because he was getting feedback from people in his hometown? they were all like, "Hey, why are you writing about our town like this?" But if this was the first time, then he maybe he had that thought in his head already. Like, I don't want people to think I'm talking about my hometown.
0: <laughs> probably that's probably why. It's probably he probably changed the name. Yeah, I mean that's probably what he did. Like, <laughs> see, they probably like don't mention this place because then we we'll get all the <laughs> Stephen King tourists up here i they like, fine, I'll call it Derek. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got my first deadlights mentioned. Uh five when they're telling Bill about uh That's all Bill can wait. So that's all somebody that's all Ben can remember. Bill screaming about something called deadlights. Um you guys do you know who ends up in the deadlights?
1: Um yeah. Should we not,
0: should we not talk about that?
1: Um, probably not, because we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, especially when I'm spoiler-free things, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: or as much as possible, I think is what I said. But we try, we're not perfect.
1: It does uh, Yeah, I mean,
0: I read this dinner scene so long ago that I don't have a lot to say about it, because like that was like a month ago. I don't even remember what was important when I read it.
2: Um, yeah, I feel like I didn't have a whole lot picked out from the actual dinner.
1: I agree. It's just them like remembering all the stuff they had forgot for that we've been reading for seven hundred pages or whatever. Right, actually. and
0: then and then Pennywise is like, "Oh, I'm here too. Don't forget it." <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I guess I like- the one thing that I kind of took away from it too was that just like Mike pointing out hey, yeah, you're all rich, but you also don't have kids. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, I mean, like, it's probably affected by you being around what you were as a kid, but also, like, in um, Richie's section when he was, you know, dealing with Paul Bunyan, the kids started crying, but the dad didn't. So maybe they couldn't have kids of their own to lose that innocence like they had to keep whatever part of them maintain that innocence that could have been passed on to a child or they to reproduce
0: uh you know I like it because if they only half believe, then Pennywise can kill them maybe they yeah. can't fully believe if they're parents they, they can't tap into their inner child anymore
2: yeah like they're forced to grow up and be parents if they have a child of their own but if they
1: don't then they can still
2: find the loopholes
1: that reminds yeah. me of the, the thing that Bill said twice, I think, where he's talking about magic and he's like, if you if one is to believe in magic, then one has to believe that the circumstances will arrange themselves to, to fight it or whatever. Like I wish I could find that quote. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds yeah. like a uh, in, someone trying very hard to convince themselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. They, I, I, I mean. not
1: get that. Because I, I don't know how I would feel if I had to fight some...
0: <laughs> I'd go to Tahiti and some eating. island in the like middle of nowhere and be like, let me know when it's over. I, re- I already did my part 27 years ago. Somebody else take this one.
1: Even again, though, later on, uh, I wish I could remember. If I wish I'd wrote it down. One of the characters is like, he's thinking about it or he or she's thinking about it and realizes that they didn't... Have a choice when they were talking about whether or not to kill it. They were like, We were fools. There was never any choice. It's all been pre planned.
0: Oh, I like that even worse.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Up yours, turtle. You're not the boss of me. <laughs>
3: um,
0: so, yeah, I think it's Mike saying this. Yeah, he said, Yeah, that's our chance is a successor impossible possible predict i knew they're not good just in there they would have been a little better if stan was here still not real good but better with stan gone the circle we made that day is broken so i don't really think we can destroy it or even send it away for a little while as we did before with a broken circle i think it will kill us one by one there's probably <laughs> some extremely horrible ways <laughs> so he's like we have to make a different circle because stan's not here and i hope that works so again i'm like fuck you what you do i
1: mean but that also i guess they're all riding on intuition and trusting whatever voice they keep hearing but it's like what that sounds crazy how do you know that unless it has something to do with chud and all of that but
0: it's like wasn't there something about the number seven when they were kids it was somehow that it was like the perfect number or something well, and that's uh,
2: that's not just this book. Seven's supposed to be like a mystical number, and I don't remember why, but it's definitely like, I th- I feel like in both religion, but definitely in like magic practices and stuff, seven is definitely a lucky mystic number.
0: So yeah, yes, definitely a uh, what do they call that? Like a like a, a powerful number.
1: Yeah. But then um, how can you just make a circle of six and you're fine?
0: <laughs> right. So up yours, Stan. <laughs>
1: But um, I
2: mean, did did they I mean, I and again, like you, Amber, I watched the miniseries pretty recently, so I think I'm confusing what happened there with what actually happened in the book because it's been forever since I've read the book. But I don't. Not all of them go down to the sewer, do they?
0: Which in the beginning, as, as they, in the
1: adults. movie, they take don't they take the two? Uh,
0: that's that's foreshadowing.
1: I mean. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if that's what happens in the. I guess that's true.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if that happens in the books or not. But in that case, it wouldn't be a circle of six. It would be smaller, technically.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I don't. And like I, I said,
2: that that might just be the miniseries. That might not be the book. I don't I, remember.
0: <laughs> I hesitate to comment because. Uh... I don't want to give anything away, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, I think all six of them go in. I'll just put it that way. Ah, okay. Well, that is anybody's guess. Yeah, who I don't remember a lot who wouldn't, have, who wouldn't have gone in the sewers as adults?
1: Are you I asking remember. hypothetically, or are you asking from the movie?
0: <laughs> no, I'm asking... Did somebody not go in the movie?
1: Yeah, Mike. Well, first didn't. of all, yeah, Mike got stabbed.
0: Remember? Oh, in the... I oh.
1: spoilers! I guess.
0: <laughs> um, you know, maybe know. maybe we should just stop talking about that. And wait yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> <time. laughs>
0: um, we just but it does about...
1: seem. My whole point was just it seems very. Falsely confident, but I guess they have nothing else to go on than other than their intuition.
0: But well, what are you going to do? Not be confident and like die? <laughs> you have to, like, you know, like the bake rest it. of
1: those suckers.
0: <laughs> bake it till you make it, right?
3: Um,
0: all right. So, yeah, I mean, we know what happens at dessert. But, oh, yeah. Even
1: uh-oh. that part. Where Bill's like telling them, you know, like where he re- lunges across the table and holds Bev's mouth, like to have her not scream, and like everybody get it together right now.
0: <laughs> I know. like, uh, get your fucking hand off me, dude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, even Bill, like, like he, who was it, Richie that said they, or Ben just said they, they both fell right back into their old roles, like it was nothing, and you know, Bill was the one, Bill was the leader. Mm-hmm. I like he was almost grounded. I was like, get it together,
1: now! Yeah, yeah.
0: This don't is not a game anymore. On.
1: <laughs>
0: and why is it always blood? Whatever? Everything she does has, like, blood spurting out of something.
1: I wonder if that's uh, Stephen King. Like <laughs> a
0: puberty I... metaphor or something?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dirty women metaphor. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't...
1: I mean, you may not even be wrong considering we know what happens and they already asked her if she's menstruating at that point, which I'm like, oh God, I know where this is going.
3: What?
1: Um,
2: Was that in this section? Yeah.
0: Her dad, dad, right? Yeah. Somebody asked her that, yeah. She was
1: thinking, she said Uh, that when she got Ben's postcard, it started her first menstrual cycle, which I don't think she mentioned the first time.
0: Uh, the po- did you say the postcard started her menstrual cycle?
1: That is what Bev said. Yes. Hold on, let me find that.
0: Um, that's a powerful postcard. Ben, ben better <laughs> stop writing haikus to people, Mike.
1: Just leaving them all willy nilly. Uh,
0: yeah, Jeez, he's got a trail of women around the country. <laughs> Um. Uh, wait. Bill uh, at one point says the movie The Fly scared the shit out of him. Stephen King has talked about how that movie scared the shit out of him when he was a kid. <laughs> so, so once again, Bill is Stephen King. <laughs> uh, Sorry, the, I'm trying to find that. Thank you guys keep what I wrote yeah so <laughs> I mean the, the you know don't ever get a fortune cookie so um then we go to the walking tours uh oh, Amber you know the first thing uh that, that's probably the first thing you noticed too right or are you still looking
1: he, well hold on are you talking about Freddy
0: oh yeah mm-hmm <laughs> Chaz Freddy and then what's his brother's name uh Chaz uh, is the one in Derry. He had a brother in... Um,
1: Frank? No, no, no. Might have been Frank. Maybe. That actually
0: sounds... Great. So, 11 22, 63 when he goes back in time, Chaz Fratty is the guy he places a bet with. Um,
1: At the Fratty Pawn Shop, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Fratty's... Yeah. yeah, they only had Fratty in the name. I don't remember what it was called exactly. Oh, that's true, yeah. So, that's... Uh, so we got two books that uh, rely heavily on Derry in uh, 1957 or 58 uh, but we already knew that from Richie from the Ditchie and Bevy from the Libby <laughs> which the, the character Ali did we tell you that before the character in eleven twenty-two sixty-three meets Richie and Bev like a year from like a year after the, the Troubles had ended isn't that what they call
2: oh. No.
0: No, oh, I knew um,
2: you guys had said that uh, Mr. Keene, the pharmacist, was in that book. Oh, yeah.
0: He but I didn't know that... Too.
2: I didn't know that Richie and Bev were in it, too.
0: The Terror. Oh, The Terror, not The Trouble. What's The Trouble from? That's from something. That sounds very Stephen King. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so about a year after The Terror was over, uh, the main character... Has to go to Derry to take care of some business and he goes to Fratty's and places a bet and he meets Richie in the huh.
3: so, Cool.
0: Yeah, just some Easter egg stuff. Um,
2: it's always like interesting how, to find stuff like that, too. Like that crossing universe.
0: He loves doing it. Like, because you know, Stephen King was a big pop culture kid, well, you know, I guess like most people, so he watched a lot of movies and read a lot of books. So you, you know, he loves putting Easter eggs into uh, both the movies and books. If you watch Castle Rock there's, there's Easter eggs everywhere. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Uh,
2: I have not. I meant to watch it, and I think what what did it stream on?
0: Uh, no, uh, Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. I don't, think, I don't think it was on anything else. Got it. Uh, yeah, I think like wan- didn't
2: have Hulu at the time that it came out.
0: Um, yeah, Hulu's expensive, but anyway, uh, sorry Hulu. Uh, I love Hulu. Um, <laughs> I like how Ben wanders around like he doesn't know where he's going and ends up at the library. Come on, we all yeah. knew you were going to the library the minute you left the restaurant. It was the only I place right. you were ever happy besides the barons. And I don't think you were going to climb down there, so
1: yeah I also uh, thought it was interesting that every single I think at least three of them that I remembered happened to look at the barons like thinking about it that they're like no we can't go there yet
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah that was the place for them that was the hangout that was their you know that was their safe spot at mm-hmm. uh, some point he says how it smells like shit in old water and like he's like how the hell are we playing around that crap all the time <laughs> um so uh the address oh i'm sorry i
1: finally found it but
0: <laughs> Go
1: ahead. Uh, it's when bev goes to her home and she she's already seen the door that she thinks says mars so she rings the doorbell twice uh said she rang again ching chong no answer she thought of ben's lovely little poem and tried to remember exactly when and how he had confessed its authorship and why for a brief second it called up an association oh well maybe okay it called up an association with having her first menstrual period had she begun menstruating at 11 surely not you know
0: yeah he did though yeah uh yeah, I remember that part, and I don't remember why it was important, so I figured I would just wait till I found out. <laughs> I don't That's remember Ben why Ben's reveal, or why how that... It probably had something to do with... I think... This book basically comes down to love beats the demon at the end, doesn't it? Don't they all, like... No, well, not love and belief. If they believe, this, this is battery acid, you scum, whatever he says. Slime? Yeah, it's so if they believe and if they love I think it's how they beat them mm-hmm. so maybe Ben admitting that it was part of the love thing I don't know I'm just guessing so um I agree. Ben <laughs> I don't know how right I am Amber maybe you remember this so he tells the librarian his address when he's getting a library card
1: mm-hmm. he says
0: did you no, highlight this? Yeah. Am I right?
1: Um, well, I don't know what you're going to ask, but it's...
0: I, I think that's where Mother Abigail lives.
1: Yes, you're right.
0: wonder why he did that.
1: But he Are changed it. I actually looked it up because I was like, I know that name. And he changed... The city is Hemingford Home, Nebraska. Um, and he changed it to... Well, actually, it's still a city in this book, but like in this the show, actually. I think they make it like a nursing home called Hemingford Home.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what I thought.
1: And apparently, like, Stephen King just thinks of that as, like, the quintessential, like, n- Midwest or, like, you know, I don't know, small-town. Small-town
0: Midwest uh, America? Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting he was using that reference that quick. Wow.
1: Me too, because the stand is after this, right?
0: Oh, it was probably still on the charts now, the stand was before this.
1: I need to get a list
0: of chronological books. <laughs> the Stand was 1978. Okay. I no, know if that's a real zip code. I didn't look that up either.
1: You would think there would be more references, honestly.
0: To the Stand? Mm-hmm. Just wait till the Dark Tower.
1: I mean, that's fair.
0: Oh, Allie
1: two things. Has... Oh, go ahead. Okay.
0: No, go ahead. Allie has not read that, right?
2: No, I have not.
0: All right, have to be careful with it.
2: I have it. I just have not read it yet.
0: Oh, it's gonna be much cooler when we all read it.
3: <laughs>
0: you have it or all of them? The Stand.
2: I have oh. the. I do not have all of Stephen King's books, but I have a fair amount of them.
0: No, I mean, so like, were we talking about the Stand or the Dark Tower?
1: We were talking about a Stand.
2: <laughs> I have the Stand. I don't have any of the Dark oh. Tower series.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I switched to Dark Tower and nobody followed.
1: No, I did follow. (laughs) That's why I was correcting you. I did not get Uh, that.
0: (laughs) um, Hey, the Stan's a good one, too. Hey, you could read that before the Dark Tower. You almost have to. You You don't have to, but you almost should.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, you should. Because I, I read it, it in the it. other order And there's a lot of easter eggs in the Dark Tower From the stand Whereas you're reading it the other way and you're like Something bad happened here <laughs> Yeah I mean there's a lot of
0: bad, Not only easter eggs but Some of the same characters Without you know Saying too much about that <laughs> uh, I wrote On the bottom of one page When Pennywise is telling Ben To you know come up and play with him And then I think he turns into a vampire And then something else Mhm. Uh, I wrote too many Prince Alberts because I was getting a little tired of that joke. Yeah. Every time, every time Pennywise talks about yeah, Prince Albert, yeah, but all, I, I, I guess it's part of his weird clown humor personality thing because he's very like you don't understand, uh, I guess the tone of it. At least I didn't until I saw you know like Tim Curry do it like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Uh So it's it's part of his yeah I would almost say clown shtick. Yeah. Uh, but still nobody
1: I was I mean I was kind of that. thinking that too like because he makes a lot of jokes and that like ha 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 and then sometimes I'm like dude why and then I'm like why? he's like really committing to the clown thing even though they know he's not a clown
0: <laughs> yeah that's a uh, good point why is he still pretending to be a clown
1: <laughs> I think he just likes like, what, freaking him out it's <laughs> kind of like,
0: like his day job is he's a clown at kids parties or something uh, so, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't.
2: I don't. Maybe he just likes the perversion of something that's supposed to be like happy and fun for kids and it's actually going around and killing them. I don't
0: know. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Although oh, I man. think people have asked King if he was inspired by John Wayne Gacy at all for this and he said no.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Oops. I don't think he was. It, was. it just started with a with the stupid uh, Billy Goat's trip trapping across the uh, the bridge. It comes up again. It does. I don't remember where, but I remember it coming up again.
1: We're almost there because it's when Bill's at the Ben's at the library.
0: You know, yeah. and through through this whole walking tours, you realize they're thinking stuff, and then Pennywise shows up looking like what they're thinking about. So I'm oh going, okay, so he can read their every thought. Uh, how are they going to beat something like that? Yeah. He's going to know exactly what they're doing at all times, exactly what they're planning on doing, exactly what they're thinking about doing. I don't I don't remember him being a mind reader uh, before. That, that kind of takes it to a whole new level.
1: Well, I think that's why the things that have worked have come seemingly out of nowhere. Like, a lot of these things that they say, they're like, I don't know where that came from, or like, it just... They do it all of a sudden without thinking, and it works, and it surprises both of them. Like it's very on the mo in the moment,
2: <laughs> yeah, very on instinct, and just mm-hmm. like this is what I need to do now. I'm not even thinking about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not
2: planned. <laughs> I am being guided. I am a puppet.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I love the visuals. But how they see stuff that no one else can see. Like like the subtle, like when the thing's standing on the bookcase and blood's dripping off the bookcase uh, and it lands on the with the arthritis-punched hand of an old man who was reading the Wall Street Journal running down between his knuckles unseen and unfiltered. Like I, I, I like how stuff's happening to other people that they have no uh, perception of. Like, but the
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The losers see it everywhere. It's gotta be hard to live in that kind of world.
1: I was picturing yeah. from the movie when Ben is in the library and he's trying to talk to the librarian, but in the movie, he's like screaming at her. And she's yeah. like, what are you doing? Because Pennywise is yelling <laughs> in the background. Yeah. I oh, and I give that
2: actress so much credit because if I had been filming that scene, I would have been cracking up.
0: Yeah. All right, all right, I do how many takes it took. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one was pretty if i remember right i mean i just not that long ago read that scene in the book and i think the movie was pretty close to spot on there
1: it was yeah i don't yeah. i think i was waiting for that part because he says like he's like i can't say anything out loud they'll think i'm insane and then like and then pennywise is like they will think you're insane ha ha ha, ha. Like, <laughs>
0: uh-huh you know what that is that's looney tunes uh-huh or the
1: heart <laughs>
0: Have a good day. Tonight, you die.
1: I love like a, I highlighted where he's thinking about the librarian and then all of a sudden he sees a, a, a balloon and it says, I killed Barbara Starr at Pennywise the Clown.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. They <laughs> think shit and then it's like showing up.
1: Uh, like, oh just, my God. That
0: makes me
3: laugh. That's
0: like Ghostbusters or don't think about anything and you can't help but <laughs> think of Stay puff Marshmallow, man, <laughs> like shit. Go ahead and tell someone not to think of anything. See how that works. Out.
1: Think of another, well. I was just saying, think of another Pennywise, but then maybe they just both attack you.
0: <laughs> right. Think of like a cute, cute, uh, cuddly one or something.
1: A Turtle.
0: <laughs> turtle. Wow. I like how um, he's remembering and he's like, oh yeah, we made the made him in the silver bullets and we killed him. And the old man's like, nope, that wouldn't work. He didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, bullets would tumble, blah, 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 blah. and then like, like ten minutes later, he's like, you'd have to use slugs or something. Like, geez, the old man was really affected by uh, Ben's memories. <laughs> it
1: honestly makes me wonder. I'm like, is that really an old man? And then the lady talked to him, and I'm like, okay, so he's real.
0: <laughs> right. No, he so he exists, <laughs> but he still could be influenced. <laughs> is that the same one that had the blood dripping on? I think so it says and, yeah, I think it's a different old man library is full of old men that thing. Um, of course, oh,
1: yeah. the library books those were all lost when he was running from the boys right didn't he lose his bag in the barons
0: yeah I remember he was remorseful because he would have to pay them back or something
1: yeah, I couldn't remember. Oh, I should have just gone back to look. Can't but say that I, I
0: remember he lost all of them, but at least most. I, what do you have? Three, right, or two? Two, two, I or three? I think there were three.
1: Um, but that's what makes it especially like weird <laughs> that he has that book.
0: <laughs> was bulldozer one of them? Well, the um,
1: it was yeah. That's what he says. He says. He looked down one of the books he had withdrawn from the library on the day he dived into the Barrens to get away from Henry Bowers and his friends.
0: Maybe he. Well, I don't know. I guess he went back for it. Uh, but, I, uh,
1: or I Pennywise don't... put it there. That's my point.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not a real book. <laughs> That's maybe, true, too. Maybe it's an enchanted mirage.
1: Well, the librarian handed it to him.
0: Unless it's she not thought was something else. <laughs> it's I don't all trust anyone in
1: any his mind.
2: <laughs> There's not even a library. <laughs>
0: right. Look, after Mrs. Kirsch, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um,
0: the, uh, so, uh... Oh, Eddie takes two aspirin dry. That only happens in Stephen King. They all do it, though.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that an alcoholic thing?
0: Is it dry? It, maybe. Maybe that's where he got it.
1: Yeah, that's one
0: of them uh, real life... He probably used to take two dry aspirin before he went and wrote for eight hours at eight o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Things that guy did with a hangover, my God.
1: Right? Wrote
0: a a whole whole book. Oh, this whole thing about Eddie? So this is Stephen King, Amber. I don't know if you know this, he used to walk along West Broadway and admire the old Victorian houses that stood there. Uh, along the only two really handsome residential blocks in Derry. He used to do that sometimes. Just walk along West Broadway, sort of casual, like he was on his way somewhere so he could like look at the houses. Uh, mm-hmm. West Broadway is the street that he bought the house on that we looked go to see. Oh. The one that's so public? He, yes. Oh. So, Stu, on his tour, talk, he, he took us to the old apartment and then another run-down apartment. I think the one's gone now. Didn't Jamie say that? That's where it used to be. Um, no, you don't remember that? Mm, no. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Stu um, said that he when he was like... Him and Tabby first got married and he would have to walk to... You know, school and walk through the c- cemetery, come home, and, and uh, he would walk down West Broadway and look at the houses. And she said, One day I'm going to live on this street. And uh, you know, and then he became Stephen King and he bought two houses on that. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: one, because his wife was mad at the neighbors. What? Yeah, the, he has the house. I'm sure you've seen the pictures. There's a white house next to his house. Uh, the, the neighbors were one of those, you know, broken down car pieces in the yard and you know, junk all over the place and she couldn't stand the way they looked so uh, Tabitha told them to buy the house uh, uh. and the neighbors found out who was trying to buy it so they charged like way too much for it. Tabitha's like I don't care pay whatever they want get them the hell out of there so now when people come to visit them the house next to them is like the guest house where the friends and the family stay
2: ah. <laughs> interesting
0: oh yeah <laughs> So when he talks about Eddie dreaming of living on West Broadway, that's, that's complete autobiographical, autobiography. Can't say that. <laughs> um, so I thought that was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's I don't remember that. Well, I don't know if he did it on art. I, I know Jamie said that the, the rundown apartment was torn down and turned into something else.
1: Well, I meant I the West Broadway part.
0: Yeah, I think Stu did that on the first tour. I don't know if he did that on our tour
1: because
0: you didn't see the airport either, did you? He didn't pull up in the airport, right?
1: Uh, Stu didn't. No, Jamie did.
0: Jamie did. Oh, we went back to the airport. Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure. We re- yeah, I don't remember going to the airport. I don't know.
0: Um,
1: they're blending together. <laughs>
0: The Tracker Brothers, uh, and were you Red Dreamcatcher, right?
1: I have. I don't remember remember. anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. No more
1: questions.
0: (laughs) I think the Tracker Brothers is like the same place where they first saw Duditz and saved him when the bullies are trying to make him eat poop.
1: I do vaguely remember that actually.
0: I think there was a window that they had rubbed the grease off of, so they could stare at a pinup calendar in the inside. I think it was the same like situation.
1: I didn't even understand what they were talking about when they said the cleanest corner or whatever. I was like, is everybody washing their hands and looking at it?
0: Like, Whoa. no, the windows are dirty, so they're <laughs> rubbing away the dirt so they can see into it
1: yeah i did not i understood they were trying to look at the poster but i didn't get what they were what he was saying like why they're stopping there and well yeah never mind
0: (laughs) Uh, i guess because there's a naked chick on the wall and a teenage boy
1: yeah never mind that's not what i meant
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay that's well that's where they played baseball is that what you mean like what they were doing there in the first place
1: No, I just didn't understand, like, whatever word he used, I mean, I guess I'm right there now, uh, he said about, I don't know, I just didn't understand the way he said it, I was like, why is that clean, like, I thought it was just inside, and, like, there was water running there all the time, or something.
0: (laughs) I don't remember. Um, and that's the pavement again. He was? Uh, he mentions Haven again, how it's south of Derry. I almost have a I almost have a map going on. The so word mm-hmm. there's Lovell, Derry and Haven and Bangers in there somewhere now that I have to make them two different places. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I like the thought um, that comes up about the Barons. I highlighted that
0: for uh, for uh, who?
1: Eddie.
0: No, right know. after.
1: Sorry, I didn't really right. care much about the tracker stuff. I like skimmed it I was like, cool, baseball, great, belch hit a home run, wonderful, cool.
0: Like, <laughs> you know, oh, And by the way, that whole belch hit the skin off the ball and the inside, came fluttering down like a streamer. That's from a movie. The Robert Redford movie called The Natural. He does that in the movie. He hits the ball so hard the cover comes off. Uh, it seems I think that was weird that he just kind of almost word for worded that.
1: Yeah, that. I was like, that's unlike him. <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I mean I you know I grew up baseball was always my favorite so I, I could relate to all that uh, but he's then really enjoyed that <laughs> well he's a Boston Red Sox fan so he's happy right now because the Red Sox is about to start the World Series so he put uh, Belch in the new Yankees uniform so I thought that was interesting just personally because the Red Sox fans hate Yankees so I guess he really hated Belch huh
1: <laughs> yeah I would never
0: have caught that <laughs> Yeah.
2: Oh well, yeah. I also I just thought it was weird period that Eddie was the one having the baseball flashbacks cuz he's the one that his mom's like don't get dirty, don't do physical activity, you're gonna die.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. of all you're, people you're
0: really, the one guy who never played baseball in his life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I thought he was going back to the train and I was like what are you doing? Did you learn nothing? or to the, like, the train tracks lead to Neibolt Street, something like that, I don't even remember. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was like the train yard was down the street from the Neibolt house, or something. Uh, so Which would have made more sense.
0: You say the hand, ga- uh, the hand tightened for a moment, then gave way. He turned. It was Greta Bowie. She was dead.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was like, like you said, he was like, Ryan, well, I really hope I don't see Greta. Uh,
0: right. Oh, there she is. Yep. She's dead, just like I hope. Uh yeah, but don't the, think about don't don't say doing your wife. Don't say do your wife <laughs> Doing your No I'll never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so um, what is
0: it, Son?
1: The uh thing he says about the Barons, where he's like looking at it just before Belt shows up. He's like Barons. It had an almost sinister, an ominous, almost sinister sound. But what it conjured up in the mind were not tangles of shrubs and trees so thick they had to fight for sunspace. It called up pictures of sand dunes. Oh, you get the point. We've talked about that before. Sorry, I don't want to finish the quote. (laughs) But then he says, "Barren." Mike had said earlier that they were all barren, and it seemed true enough. And I didn't ever put that connection together either.
0: I read that. uh, I think. I mean, just, just. I, I uh, on the one hand there's no coincidences but that's just kind of a happy coincidence I think I don't think it's called that being called the Baron has anything to do with them being baron unless they're baron because they're playing in shit water as kids may <laughs> I don't no, know.
1: no 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 <laughs> I don't think it's that literal but they aren't they the ones that nicknamed it that and like haven't we said this whole time why would you call a forest baron like that's not what that is
0: I mean, have you ever seen Curly Neal on the Globetrotters? No. He's bald as bald gets.
1: Setup, <laughs> well, right. so, yeah, I mean I I figured that's the setup,
0: but right. So I I get I get the ironic been, name. But yeah. I, say again?
2: I thought it was like the town had named that the Barons, not them.
0: You know, I remember the first time I went through this, I didn't realize it was like a lush overgrowth. I just, it was called the Baron, so I thought it was like, like dry dirt with, uh, you know, a stream running through it at some point.
1: Well, we've talked about this because when we saw it, the real the inspiration for it in Maine, we were like, wow, that's so green. Like- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it might have been them when I first realized, wait a minute, the Baron's is ironic.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know that a bunch of, 12 year olds would have had such an ironic name for it uh, it seems like a lot of thought put into something although then again it could have been something Richie just came up with on the spot I could see that happening too
1: yeah I'd be curious some point later I'm gonna try to see if I can find one the first time it was mentioned in the book
0: I think yeah like like Ali said I think it's it was just what it was called I don't think they named it that
1: I don't disagree i think that could be true but i don't remember anyone else talking about it besides them so it's
0: hard to hard to know no yeah jay's off a Jump up crutch? yeah just just the cop and i think they see him again later don't they uh, uh,
1: i mean well like the kid goes down there with them i'm not saying that there aren't other kids there but like he doesn't stay there with them
0: <laughs> he like wasn't on the same level as them and you could tell
1: yeah, which I think is funny, because I'm like, you need this group of seven, but apparently it's a very selective seven.
0: Right, <laughs> they're, they're a judgy bunch, those losers. <laughs> like, no, he doesn't work. He's not coming back.
1: Not him. Yeah, Pennywise is like, or no, I guess the turtle would be like, not him, next, please. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, no, 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 yes?
1: <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> so, uh, things didn't work out too well for Beverly's dad, I'm not sure, uh... What his deal was, but the the one postcard he gets from her in 20 years is "Hope you're doing well. Give me some money, please." I don't have right. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I Uh, don't feel
1: bad for him.
0: Yeah, well,
1: that's bad.
0: Uh, You know, and I think we've talked about how it's kind of uh, ambiguous as to whether there's actual sexual abuse. There's definitely physical and mental. Um, but I was just watching something. I think it was YouTube, uh, where they talk about it's definitely sexual abuse, and that they're using it, you know, to, you know a model or something. They, they were talking about the sexual abuse in it and how it uh, how to help people by talking about it, something like that. I uh, don't
1: necessarily agree with that, though, because she even i mean i guess this is just her like talking to herself but like one of the things that comes out in this section is where he says like she says that he's sorry thinking about her him (laughs) saying to her that he you know wanted to uh assault her (laughs) and in my mind i took that as like a I guess you could say it's sexual abuse in like undertones, like grooming almost. um So like, there's definitely that, but I don't, I don't get the impression that there was ever actually any act, like sexually.
0: Yeah, I think it's like, yeah. there was overtones, but it was not. Like I said, I think it was ambiguous. At least that's what I took it. It wasn't overtly stated, but it was almost like. Undertones of it. So you weren't exactly sure if it was happening. Like, it was almost like if it hasn't happened, it was going to happen, but you didn't know if it had yet.
1: In my opinion, I don't feel like it's ambiguous. That's just
0: what I'm saying. It it... Huh? But you're saying it didn't happen, right?
1: Correct. Not physically. Uh, like I said, there's definitely like the uh, abuse is isolating her and the, the, Control over her and her body. Yeah. 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 I don't like bad.
2: wanting to be the only man in her life and wanting to like control her and what she does and who she's around.
0: Yeah. Doesn't the postcard uh, make him worry a lot or something? Yeah. Well, yeah. if
1: he had ever found it. But that, and then she even said in that paragraph that he would never. The one place he would never look is her underwear drawer, which is like
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I felt like she was a little overconfident on that. <laughs> I mean it, it, I can
1: understand how he sets up these um insane like morals for himself where he's like, I am a good man. A good man should never look in his daughter's underwear drawer like but then I could still see him going later and abusing and like sexually abusing her you know what I mean like I don't put that beyond his insanity
2: yeah well and I think that's why because I remember and I know we had talked about this last episode but like they were saying he had no vices like he didn't do any drugs he didn't drink and I think that that is the only reason why there wasn't explicit sexual abuse with her because he had that set of morals And he was like, nope, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to cross that line, even though I'm, you know, possessive and almost obsessive.
1: Maybe that's why he partially why he was so abusive is like, I guess, anger over this.
2: Feeling like he couldn't do those other things. All right.
0: (laughs) I'm still amazed that her mom was alive for the whole thing.
1: I know. <laughs> I don't am, know but not for the fifties.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know where she came from. Uh, also,
2: I know this is like a m- minutes late, but I found the f- I what I think is the first mention of the barons. Ooh. Um, it's in Ben's section. He's just like it's when he's walking home from the library before he gets attacked by Henry and the gang. And he's just talking about, like, what he's seen, and it says the house, the southwest was where the land fell away steeply to the area that was known in Derry as the Barrens. Okay. So they didn't name it. It had already been named the Barrens.
0: Okay. Makes make sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't get it. It was an ironic name at all the first time I read it. Like, I thought they were, like, in the desert, and there was an oasis there in the middle or something.
3: Uh...
0: What does it say about Beverly that when Miss Kirsch calls her, or Mrs. <laughs> Kirsch calls her Miss Beverly, says I'm not a Miss, and she shows her her wedding ring?
1: I wondered that too. I'm like, of all things to be focusing on right now, like what? I see is-
0: yeah, that that's what you're worried about, and that's how you. After all you just went through, that's how you still think. You know, it's almost maybe- like if Tom showed up today, she would have been like, okay, look, I'll go back home. Like, maybe
1: she was testing her in some subconscious way, like this woman could like I think easily see the ring on my finger and is calling me miss, like, I don't know.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's and I know that it's part of what do they call that? A, a, a abusive mentality. But it's just like, come on, why would you why would you why would you even want to be associated with that guy?
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't All
3: believe right. he's not dead. <laughs> yeah,
1: I
0: don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember how his story plays out. So I'm kind of excited, because I, I don't think he even makes the, the books, does he? I mean, the movies. He's not neither one of them, right?
1: He no, might be in the second so. one
0: when like she gets the phone call, but not after that. I think the isn't the is yeah. isn't the fight in the second one.
1: I don't I don't remember. I, the first one is what's in my memory, except for parts of like the like little parts from the second.
0: I like how uh, Miss just slowly gets turns into like the insidious witch.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that was a very like, like now
0: her corneas are yellow. I'm like wait a minute, and then the next time you're like well, wait a minute now her fingernails are black. You're going the way that okay, he's able
1: to describe these scenes like I don't have to have seen it in a movie, like I feel like I'm watching a movie. Yeah,
0: that's what that's what everybody says. the way he writes it, you, you you see it. That's what that's what I've always done. So, well, and
2: just the way, way he does it so gradually that like she's doubting herself on right.
0: what she's seen. Like, wait, were the eyes always yellow? Uh, mm-hmm. hmm. Okay, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, I know the fingernails weren't black. What? hey, hey, hey her dress is black.
1: <laughs>
0: right, time to get the hell out of here. Uh, and of course, he called himself Bob Gray again, which...
1: Yeah, I didn't remember that. Like, this is, what, the third or fourth time?
0: Yeah. I didn't remember any of the Bob Gray stuff. And Dreamcatcher is... 15 years after, 17... Wait a minute. 15 years later who catches the first book he wrote after the accident so that's like 2001 i think that came out might have even been in 2000 so like what made him go back to that after all that time maybe how
1: does he even remember that name if he can't remember everything he's written
0: it's just such a generic name maybe that's how he remembers it
2: does he reread he, his own stuff
0: you know that's a good question they asked him eli roth i was watching that uh I think it was from season one the history of horror mm-hmm. he asked him how he felt about his adaptations he said he watches them all the time he said he loves them, like oh. he loves to see what people do with the characters and then how they yeah you know, except for uh, kubrick he loves every other one. <laughs>
2: that's a good point i was gonna say i thought he hated the shining
0: <laughs> and i think when he says that he's talking about more recent i don't think he's talking about some of those bad 80s adaptations uh yeah I think he's talking about the newer ones. There's a. I, chapel waits over tonight, so we're gonna watch that tomorrow. Uh, see story just ended. The stand was out. Something else. Uh, there's a new Sounds lot coming out, and there's another TV show coming soon. I forget what that one was. So, I mean, there's no shortage of. Like he's he's recently. I guess you take grudgingly had to acknowledge the fact that he has a whole set of fans don't even know he writes books; they just like his
3: movies.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> so he, and when oh. he talks about, he was, it was some. Oh, it was from the Stephen King companion I was reading because the, the back half of the book is about movies. And, and so and so he was like, you know, I these are my my stories are for the people that write that read my books which are admittedly a much smaller portion of of my fandom or something like that at this point. I have a whole section of fans that only know about my movie. Well, you know, everything you've ever written has been turned into a movie almost before you can write it. (laughs)
2: They're missing out.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, they don't. Because then they can't complain the whole time. That's not how it
2: happens.
0: (laughs) That's true. They think that's actually how it happened. My God.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, no, but, I mean, I, it, there's no...
1: It is a fair still no. point. I had never thought about that, though. That like, Especially because he's been so popular in the last, like, ten years, or, well, five years, probably, uh, that there are probably tons of fans who've never read a single book. <laughs>
3: right? So-
1: what did you say Cut out.
0: there's probably fans that go what's a book
1: uh-huh.
0: is that those things with the paper in them that my dad reads yeah. um, <laughs> I mean like you know the young see, shit. the younger generations all even if they're reading a book it's on a kindle I, I think from what I've seen or something like that an ebook as opposed to a paper book um Name. the grackles know your real name what the hell is a grackle
1: uh, that i highlighted that too i was like what the heck where did that come from um and a grackle it, like, is a kind of bird it's like an um
2: it's black but it has an iridescent like navy shimmer to it and it has a super annoying call
0: <laughs> did you google that
2: no i've uh, they've they actually live kind of like all up and down the eastern seaboard so I've seen them in Florida I've seen them in Maine we have some in Virginia
0: That's all. <laughs> I didn't know you had an inner stand going on there all right uh,
2: my oh. mom is very into birds <laughs>
0: uh yeah you sounded like you know what you're talking about I'm impressed um <laughs>
2: uh,
0: I, well, yeah when I went when I went to Maine the only thing I saw was a loon so yeah and they were uh that was one of those, hey, they really do exist. Moment. <laughs> so all, 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 all his books are nothing. The, the only thing that made a sound was a loon howling in the night. Like, what the hell is he talking about? And, and then you go to Maine, and there's loons howling all night. Yes. Yeah, and they're creepy.
1: Oh, I think yeah, they sound like.
0: It makes me think of the raft because I think in this in the book. Yeah. yeah. The, the loons are out at night while he's standing up trying not to step on a crack <laughs>
3: uh,
0: and like he's like I think he's getting mad at the loons or he starts to have an inner like argument with them or something <laughs> um, yeah I mean and Beverly is that, no we already did the blood scene so uh, I thought Mish Curse was awesome and the new movie I uh, I thought it was a little jump scary, like over the top. But then reading this part I was like, oh well, no, she was just as creepy as they were in the movie. So uh, I think it was actually pretty close because she she was really creepy in the movie. I loved watching that part. Yeah, uh, and she did some like spidery movements, I think, too. If I remember right, she was like they were talking, and she kept doing like. Stuff that Beverly couldn't see, but the audience could see. You're like, "Ooh, what's that?" Yeah, yeah. That's
1: on the preview, I think.
2: Yeah, I I got a jump scare just from the preview of that part. I was like, "Ooh."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she like runs out in the yard and screams, and there's people walking by, and they're like, "La di da, nothing to see here." I didn't see that. <laughs> Did you hear? Uh, I don't know if I want this on the podcast, but there was some woman got fucking raped on a subway while, like, ten people just watched and let it happen. Uh, oh
1: my God. Yeah, there's an SVU episode about that.
0: Right, well, this happened in real life. Like
1: Most SVU episodes are based on real life events.
0: <laughs> it was, like, five days ago, so I'm pretty sure it was SVU.
1: But... Well, then it's happened before. Unfortunately, oh, it's a part of... Well, it's because, like... Well, one... I Never mind, never mind. I'm not gonna go
0: into it. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I just thought that was especially horrible and I needed to say that what the fuck is wrong with those people.
1: Unfortunately, it does not surprise me because the bystander effect is very powerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't... There's no way. I, I don't... I don't care. I couldn't do that. There's no way. Uh... And what was it, the balls of that guy that just decided that was a good, you know, it would be all right. You know, I'll just sit here and rape somebody in front of all these people. Nothing what could possibly go wrong?
1: I mean, you're, as opposed to somebody who would rather do it behind, like away from everybody else, I don't know that that necessarily makes him <laughs> like more or less ballsy. I don't know. <laughs> Like well, it's...
0: if there's no witnesses, you're less likely to get caught. I, I, I guess. I'm, you're well, still I, like not. Like he didn't care clearly, if anybody saw. Him or not. Well, I mean, obviously there's something wrong with him. But...
1: That's my point.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, enough um, <laughs> of I just I, I i heard that on the news and I couldn't believe like if that actually happened. Um, Beverly. Oh, is this what you were talking about? clown was gone. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, I missed that part, but uh, she looked back again and her dead father was not wearing a witch's black dress, but the clown suit with the big orange buttons. He had a coon, kin, coon skin cap. I'm paraphrasing a little bit perched on his head. In one hand, it had a bunch of balloons. In the other hand, it held the leg of a child like a chicken drumstick. <laughs> 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 it's just gnawing on a, a drumstick that was a kid's leg. Um, written on each balloon was a legend. It came from outer space. and I think she was just thinking about that. Oh, uh, yeah, I needed to mention the drumstick because I love that, uh, <laughs> that visual. It's uh, technically horrible, but it cracks me up uh, every time. Um, and the she, wait, oh, that's what she says. She has a thought. She can't beat it. Whatever it is, we can't beat it. It even wants us to try. To it wants to settle the old score. Can't be happy with a draw, I guess. We ought to get out of here. Just leave. And then, like the second she thinks that, a balloon hits her on the leg. And says, "That's right, rabbit." <laughs> um, that's especially terrifying. I'm gonna stop thinking about stuff at this point. Not good that's uh, possible. Then Richie does the uh, Paul Bunyan sequel, I guess you'd say. Um, I don't know.
1: He does both at the same time.
0: Well, yeah, well right. <laughs> he remembers the old one and a new one happens. Um, I, mean, I don't have much to say about that other than I, it's weird that he denies that it happened um an hour and a half now too somehow um he's thinking about the isn't the all dead rock band like, like a shtick that he used to do or something on the radio show in LA I
2: uh I don't remember I don't either I
0: think it was um Especially, I thought it was funny. He does this whole story on how they got approval for the statue. I'm like, I don't really care about all that. There's a statue.
1: Same. I was like, I wonder if this is real, and I also don't care.
0: <laughs> I had the same thought. I was like, I well, wonder if it's real. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> um, I was like, wow, did all that really happen And I was like, yeah, let's just keep moving. Like, let's. I'm, I'm waiting for the uh, Paul. I thought it was interesting that they wouldn't approve the ox. You can't have Paul Bunyan without blue ox. Like, they go together. So they approve <laughs> the, the uh, Paul Bunyan, but not the. Uh, so. Oh, maybe one that's thing, why
1: he. But. I was just say one thing: Pennywise says. Now that I'm looking at this, is that I've been thinking too is where he says, uh, like in that section right after he's talking about the uh, show, <laughs> he says, uh, "I could have you now if I wanted you now, but this is going to be too much fun." <laughs> Like, I yeah, think,
0: it's not a... yeah, where did he write that? Because I think I wrote bullshit. Because <laughs> after what happened to him last year, remember he tells Henry, well, he's about to, he hasn't done that yet, that they couldn't, that they were all surprised that they couldn't beat him. So I don't think, I think if he could, he would get rid of him because he doesn't want to take any chances with them because he's already, you know, got his ass bit by him once.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. He's definitely so a I little think, scared.
0: I think he's lying. Yeah. Uh, and then the other part, that, uh, right after that, well, what he says, uh,
1: it was big as a beam.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I did highlight that. Uh, that's not what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah, something else was. It was. He said "beam" twice in like one paragraph. Um. Uh, I could give you. How about if I point at your pecker and give you prostate cancer? Or I could point at your head and give you an old braid to her although I'm sure some people would say it would only be adding to what was already there so why would he not do that if he could do that why didn't he yeah. point at them and have their head explode for that matter uh, so yeah. I, think he just, I think he's just lying I don't think he can do any of that stuff because I, I gotta believe he would if he could because they're dangerous to him at this point they're interfering with his lunch dinner yeah And and what uh, are the rules of Pennywise's universe or planet, wherever the hell he comes from? So you know, you can fight if they don't believe, but if they believe, you can't fight. Well, that that makes everything complicated.
1: I was thinking that too. (laughs) I'm like, how the heck do you beat that?
0: Yeah, you have to. You have to not have kids, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. You have to remain childlike. You have to be like Adrian Mellon and be a childlike man. Somebody just referenced that earlier in this. Yeah. They said he's a a, a gay and childlike man, but I don't think he meant gay as in gay. I think like like the way it used to be, mm-hmm. uh, like happy. Um, yeah. So Paul Bunyan attacks Richie. He's, and then when she was remembering Paul Bunyan attacking him, that happens again. And um the baby definitely knew he was there. Although the dad didn't. I thought that was kind of cool too. The kid's crying his ass off and the dad's trying to console the kid. It's like, buddy, if you only knew why that kid was really crying. Yeah. Your little your little taps on the back aren't gonna do anything.
1: So does that um, I mean that if every kid... Like, if they had all been together when these things happened, they would have all seen the same thing? Not... It's not what I mean. Like, um, like all kids believe and see all the bad things that Pennywise does, even if it's not happening to them.
0: I would say uh, up to a certain age, probably. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So they start not believing in Santa Claus or... or... You know the Easter Bunny and stuff like that.
2: Probably the younger they are, the more they would see,
0: the more innocence they uh still have.
2: But it would tailor it to what each person would see differently.
0: Um, or so it seems, yeah. Well, it was already doing that because somebody, right that was no when uh i guess we're skipping ahead um
2: well it's when, when Henry escapes the
0: insane asylum everyone saw something different
2: just like at kneebolt street when richie saw the werewolf and um bill saw the clown
0: too i thought they both saw the same thing Mm-mm. i thought it was a clown werewolf like a grow werewolf in a clown suit I don't think
2: it? so because um, Bill said he saw the silver eyes
0: okay I didn't realize that but yeah I mean I I, I think the uh, I think it's tailored to your fears definitely yeah. so everybody sees everybody sees something but what they see is it's a personalized experience you know I guess Pennywise is using metadata <laughs> <laughs> to uh, track your fears. Um, but yeah, Amber, really like to answer the question, I think, yeah, all kids do see him. And they think it's just a part of life until they learn to doubt, I guess would be the way to say that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it is kind of sinister because, like, well, I guess that's why it's a book, but that's like it's not supposed to be real <laughs> so for for you yeah, I don't know how to finish that thought but like you have something getting inside your head messing with you before you're even sure if you believe in it or not when most people are telling you of course it's not real but it actually is
0: but then again parents lie to you for a long time and they tell you everything's real uh, tooth fairy's real parents uh Santa Claus is real Easter Bunny is real Everything's real for a while and they you know uh, mom and dad or whatever just kind of like let you figure it out on your own they never, there's never a big revelation but guess what we made all that shit up. Um, but I don't even know what my point was I forgot why I brought this up <laughs> um, let's move on go, by, go over to the end Um, are we done? I was half joking. Are we done with uh, little Richie and Paul Bunyan? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So, Bill buys silver at the end. Hey, what's after that? Yeah I, to think. So, yeah, I
2: don't think there oh. was too much. It was Bill buying silver and then Mike's part was just Bill Um, fixing up silver, pretty much. I would
0: say it's one of the first mentions of the thrust against the post until he sees the ghost. I used to uh, actually recite that because I was such a Stephen King nerd. And I got I used to pretend... Not pretend, but, like, when I got, like, mad, I would just recite that in my head so I wasn't mad no. at like, like, if I was mad at someone I would, like, no. like, I would just chant that in my head. Uh,
1: I just hear the um, the adult from the first movie because he, he does such a good job and I hear it, like, over and over again.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, John Boy Walton from The Waltons. You probably vaguely have heard of that. But it's, like, the biggest show in the world in the 70s. <laughs> um... My
1: was one question for... the... what? I was just gonna yeah. say, who was that a little boy he talked to? What goes? The first thing he said. Oh, you mean the title? No,
0: no, no, good. no. That boy was real. What do you
1: mean? Uh, maybe he's talking like metaphorically then. Bill did not see Pennywise on afternoon, but he did see a ghost. A real ghost. So Bill believed then, and no subsequent event caused him to change his mind. Silver. Oh.
0: Okay, that would make sense. Silver's the ghost. Ran like, uh, rode like to, rode to beat the devil. He He didn't know how the kid was riding a skateboard, but he thought he was riding to beat the devil. (laughs) Uh, yeah, the whole skateboard thing was a little that's a brave kid because I would have been like uh, there's kids getting murdered and you're a weird guy asking to ride my skateboard so I'm just going to leave <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know but then again there's that childlike innocence You know? I don't know how much kids would be able to have a thought that I need to be careful that someone might murder me the, the, the even concept of what that is is hard to grasp uh, so kids are probably a lot braver than the adults are uh, although I do, the only thing I would say about this scene is in the movie when the guy is Stephen King, I love that part
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: uh, he's like hey, what does he say you I, he says I read it or something but I didn't like oops. I didn't like the ending like uh, that's what uh, everyone says about his book. So I thought it was funny. He was making fun of himself.
1: <laughs> Not. Bill oh yeah, are you like talking you- about in the new one?
0: Yeah, yeah. In- in- yeah, the
1: right, right, right.
0: Stephen King's The Proprietor story when he goes to get silver and Bill's like, oh, did you read my book? It's like, yeah, I didn't like the ending. <laughs>
2: uh, well, I thought it was yeah. interesting that he kind of changed the ending of that movie, too.
0: What do you mean?
2: With Stan's sort of redemption. Which uh, just annoyed me more than anything. I
0: don't even remember. I have to watch it again.
2: Yeah. He, Stan what? like writes them a letter or something. What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know I watched that. But actually, we watched that in a the theater without my subway sub, so. <laughs> Because the guys in Bangor are Nazis about onions the way onions smell we had food or I had a soap and he wouldn't let me bring it in because he could smell it that was his reason
2: oh wow huh
0: yeah that guy cared about his movie ticket job way too much
2: sounds like it yeah <laughs> um
0: so yeah I guess now we're on to Henry Bowers and my first thought is Henry's out in the yard hoeing in the yard wherever the hell they are uh and not in, like, a good way. No, if that's the wrong word. Not in the way that I thought of it. First. Um. <laughs> how do you talk... How do you hoe in the dark? Because he's talking to the moon. So he's out what? there doing gardening in the dark, is that right?
2: No, it's still, so like, you know how sometimes you can see the moon when it's still light out?
0: Yeah, and... Uh, I think he, may, he, may, he should have been more clear if that was the situation.
2: So I think it was like still I light, he but he did. could see the moon.
0: Yeah, he totally said that, like in the paragraph before that. So, oops, never mind. Um, looking up from where he was hoeing in the garden, he could see the moon in the blue daytime sky, pale and small. Oh, so, never mind. <laughs> I, I missed that on the first one, because I even wrote it down, hoeing at night? How does that work? Uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't even realize what they meant by hoeing. I was like, "All right, like I thought they were like making noises or something." I was like, "Okay, whatever."
0: <laughs> like Hooting and hollering.
1: <gasps> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Well, uh, I know what kind of hoeing he wasn't doing. Oh, maybe he was in jail, well, not jail. He was in. And can you you know they it says so he basically ended up taking a rap for I don't know how many people would that be like a dozen that died uh
2: probably pretty close to like 20.
0: you think you would be in an insane asylum and not jail with that many people over your head? did he go
2: straight to the asylum? i thought he was in jail first.
0: i think he was till he was went to trial and then found criminally insane.
1: yeah but didn't he um wasn't he exposed to something (laughs)
2: Well, Henry, uh, it it got a little fuzzy what actually happened to him.
1: I guess, I don't remember cuz we haven't gotten there yet, but like doesn't I think they like I think he's actually insane <laughs> at that point.
0: Yeah, after uh Vic and Belch, I think you know, Henry is insane at that point. Yeah, uh, so I
1: could believe that like he was not
0: well, what how, I mean, they, I don't know how, well, he killed his dad, and I guess nobody's surprised at that because his dad was a complete asshole. It beat him at every turn. But then they found uh, uh, Veronica Grogan's underwear, Patrick Hockstetter's belt, uh,
2: Belt and Chris's
0: textbooks. Yeah, and something else. He's like he could account for everything except for the one, and like, you know how they got there. But he thought he knew who or what had taken care of it. But best not to think about such things, or best yeah, not to can, talk about such things. We haven't yeah. learned about
2: it yet. Yeah, but I guess so. It's so they sent him to Augusta, and then finally in 1979 they transferred him to Juniper Hill. So I guess I don't know. Did they send him to a mental asylum in Augusta, or was it to jail?
0: Uh, that was the impression I got. Was, he went from one institution to another or one mental institution to another but
1: I don't yeah I don't I have actually
0: it. said that but I can't I don't see it at the moment.
1: I don't think it makes that much of a difference it wouldn't surprise me if he had gone to jail or been I don't think that's
0: true either way uh, yeah I think if he'd have went to actual jail he'd have been a lot worse off uh as far yeah. as what he would have went through in the reading years.
2: That's true. I mean, oh. it sounds like he went through some stuff anyways, especially considering, like... And I was talking to Amber about this at work, but I had to go back and look at how old he was supposed to be, and I'm like, this is a 12-year-old child that you're putting, like, pressure on to commit to all these murders. Like, that's insane.
0: <laughs> was that... Yeah, that's... I didn't really think about that. But yeah, that's... Was that happening in 1958? Yeah, why was a 12-year-old on trial in the first place? That wouldn't happen, would it?
2: Not now. Yeah, it wasn't a trial. In the 50s, maybe.
0: When he did he kill confess. his dad? Because that's when it all happened.
2: I mean, it was when they all went down to the sewers, so...
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, I 58. hear you. I hear you, Amber. Um... But it says that it was a good year for trials or something. When it came to murder trials, nineteen fifty-eight had been a it, uh but it does but it also says he confesses. So yeah. Maybe he confessed when it, I don't know. Maybe he confessed to the trial. But I no idea. Um, Patrick Hoxter keeps showing up. I didn't realize how much uh, he is in the book as this is gonna happen and it's gonna be bad when it finally does. But like, I feel like he's almost a mythological figure at this like, point because I keep hearing about this kid. <laughs> um, and he hasn't actually shown up yet, although I know he's about to because I looked at the chapters. But.
1: Yeah, we talked about that.
0: <laughs> uh, the apocalyptic rock fight and the death of Patrick Hoxted are two of my favorites from back to back. Um, so yeah, I, I, like you said earlier, there's a lot of like foreshadowing in this. Like this is going to happen, and the buildup is like, all right, all right. Yeah. But, and I think he does that a lot. And I, you know, it's and we I think we've talked about that. Like, yes, he, it's a slow build, but when actual action happens, it's over like that. Like it's it's. So the, you need the slow buildup, or the whole story is going to be like three paragraphs. Because yeah. when, when it actually goes bad, it goes bad really quick, and it doesn't actually take that long to tell you that part of the story.
1: Or nothing actually happens. <laughs>
0: well, that would be a shorter story.
1: Or, mm-hmm, never no, can't spoil it. Okay, let's <laughs> not talk about that. Um, say, or a 1,500-page <laughs> book, but...
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh... Uh, the batteries, uh, disturb me. I think that would hurt your hand if you hit somebody holding a roll of quarters. Uh, not batteries, quarters. I'm sorry. Uh, I just, every time he talks about them hitting them with the roll of quarters, it makes my hand hurt.
2: Yeah, I didn't quite understand the mechanics of that. Like, would they yeah. just hold the quarters and treat it like brass knuckles behind the, uh, to add the extra weight, or
0: yeah, I guess it was putting extra weight on their fists. That's the only way that would work, I think. Um, yeah, uh, it I think... just
2: I couldn't.
1: I assumed it was hand like hand. like they were using it like a weight, like like hitting them
0: with it. No, it was in his hand. Like he wasn't hitting them with the quarters; he was hitting them with his hand, I think.
2: I don't know, because you would think if they were just hitting them with the quarters, the roll
1: would break. Well, I assume they're loose, like, in a, like, tight... Like a sock, almost. And then you, like, tighten know. it at the end, and then it becomes heavy.
2: I mean, that I could see. But it talks about, like, the bolt... Well, that... I mean, you could still bolt if you had a stock full of quarters. But then it would, like, jingle? I don't know.
0: I, I thought it was a roll in his hand. I, I, I don't know. Benny's happy, I know that, because he found it. Got cigarettes for a month out of it, dude. Yeah.
2: Um which also has, the the um guard that's the worst with the last name Koontz.
0: I <laughs> kept seeing that and I kept going, there's no way that's an accident. There's just no one. <laughs> the worst of them all was Koontz. So like, oh come on. <laughs> right? That just seems mean. <laughs> come on. Dean's not bad, man. Stop hating on. Him. <laughs> um, Benny uh, whatever his name is Be- 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 I don't know how you say that Be- 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 Uh that guy sounds especially crazy I, I can his <laughs> brand of crazy I can picture him doing when he talks about it. especially it's like try to set the light on fire try to set the light on fire Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he needs some uh, bipolar medicine <sighs> Uh, But I, I I don't necessarily enjoy what he was doing, but I enjoyed the scenes because I could see almost what he was doing. I guess is the way to say that.
1: Mm, it made me think too much of Trash Can Man and the Kid, like what uh, they you know, um, from the stand.
0: I didn't like the version of him in the new one. They, they didn't uh. do him justice at all. But anyway, that's a different podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like how uh, Vic tells him he doesn't have to talk out loud.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah Get another of those,
2: like he can read minds. That's nice. Can
0: hear you. They can't see me or hear me. They're gonna think you're crazy. I'm like, uh, yeah, God forbid that
3: happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what he said. They can't hurt me if they only have belief. But there have been some distressing signs. I like, like Pennywise goes guilt trip his ass. He's like the fat boy got away from you and the Baron. The fat boy and the smart house and the Quip got away from us that day after the movie. And that rack fight when they saved him, So like, like he's like, if it wasn't for you, we could have won. <laughs> it was like wait to like guilt trip his ass. I think it's Uh,
1: more of, like, spite. Because, like, how else would you motivate him? Like, you gotta spark that fire.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Like, oh, what, you gonna let that happen? Come on. Uh Yeah, because Henry, I gotta tell you, doesn't seem, uh, mentally capable of caring about revenge or spite or any of that. Much less carrying out some stealthy attack on somebody. Uh... So I think, yeah, they needed to get him on board and to get going. Uh, so yeah, I mean, maybe the guilt trip was how they did that. Because he, he like, he, they kind of, he kind of just glosses over it. But you're like, the next time you see Henry, he's he's like spent the night on the side of the road waiting for uh, it to be dark so he can walk down the street again. Well, there's no way he came up with that on his own. Uh, that's so true I, I think the uh, Henry's mind has been snapped for 20 years but I think uh, Pennywise is obviously guiding him uh, to not get caught so but well that's more spoilers so uh, that instantly conflicts with what happens because Pennywise should have been able to help through that too what you would think um Uh, Jimmy Donlin, I was a big fan of that guy too. Um, he ate half his mom by the time they found him. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember that paragraph? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, who had eaten his mother's brains, woke up. He saw Henry's. Oh, right. So for Jimmy, Henry's visitor, who Henry sees as Vic, is Jimmy sees his mom. Yep. Uh, and then, um, is that Koontz or is that? Um, I know it's Koontz. Koontz sees a clown with a Doberman's head. I think that's all, right? And then but yeah. they, they never say, like, like Henry got out and you're just like you know chapter seven Henry's on the side of the road he's like wait a minute when did that happen because the last they say is that like the basically the Pennywise dog attacks Coots which now that we're talking about that Dean Coots fucking loves dogs like they are uh, in his books there's a couple books where they're the hero he always has a dog his author's photograph has dogs he has a whole series of books where his uh, like former dog that died Trixie is like the hero of the books they're like kids books so I don't think that's an accident that the thing that kills Koontz is a dog just saying yeah, I wouldn't be surprised
2: <laughs> yeah probably not
0: right does he not like Dean Koontz I don't, or is he just like having fun with him <laughs> I know he doesn't like John Saul he thinks he's a hack and he can't write for nothing uh, I've read a couple. John Saul's okay. Uh, John Saul does a lot of small-town America stuff that way that uh, Stephen King does, but he's not as good at it. So when mm-hmm. I'm reading it, I'm kind of like, what the hell is this? Like, This should be so much better. Because <laughs> uh, it always has a Stephen King feel to it without the uh, quality. Uh.
2: For some reason, I felt like Dean Koontz and Stephen King had like some sort of animosity, but I don't actually remember. I might be making that up.
0: I hope not. I have no idea. I like them both. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Never heard. Um, but uh, K, um, Bev's friend, Kay, Uh, I don't know, man gave up all her secrets pretty easy
1: I honestly don't believe that if he was really in that much of a rage that he would have stopped like he would have gotten the information and probably killed her anyway yeah
0: he was just walking out the door (laughs) uh, no I think he wanted her dead. I think Tom had snapped at that point so obviously rational thought was not part of his uh, plan Mm -hmm. but you know and she's like oh she took uh, she went home to Derry on this street, and she took a bus and got off of Milwaukee and then <laughs> got on this plane. Like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't need to tell him all that. Right. I she guess have made maybe, something else up. Right. You could have said she went to fucking Texas and caught a bus, or, you know, like, I think she almost, well, she didn't name the hotel because she had to find the hotel, but like, she didn't need to point him exactly where she was. She could have just made something up to get rid of them.
2: Or, like, she didn't need to name the town she could have just said she went home to Maine I don't know what town figure it out you're the one that married her
0: right you should know where her home is yeah Uh, I also think he
2: just made Kay sound very like vain in that she said you know he was gonna cut my face like not my face
0: yeah Kay was uh, up to that point the, the strong, I guess you'd say feminist friend. So I think I expected more from her than what I got when he showed up. More fight, maybe. Like, all he had to do was like hold a bottle near her face and she crumbled like a, like a, I don't know, bad mouth. Think, <laughs> so,
1: don't think you're giving um, her quite enough credit because that's after she's also been like beaten pretty badly and like her shoulder probably broken and. Like, who knows how much pain she
2: was in. Yeah, I I mean, I definitely agree that, yeah, she took a beating and that sucks, but like, she already had a black eye and a potentially broken nose, (laughs) so
0: why? So why not get your face face? cut (laughs) off? I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I just got the impression she was stronger than that up to that point. I I think like in that scene, he turned her into like a muttering piece of jelly with no backbone. Uh, and and up to that point, she had been the complete opposite, so maybe she had never actually experienced animosity before. But uh, again, I got the impression she had been through what Bev was going through and came out the other side. But I don't know that it actually says that, I don't remember. Uh, so yeah, I, don't, I guess I just expected a little more. And even if you had to crumble to save your face, she didn't have to tell them exactly what was going on for that matter. Yeah, beverly didn't have to tell her
2: yeah
0: that's what uh, uh i guess
2: for plot device though <laughs>
0: well yeah well tom had to go to Derry, so I mean, that's what that comes down to. Uh, i like how he just goes and buys a car and has a guy drop it off like Bev, bev's got no money first thing tom did was stop take all the money so maybe you should have thought of that but well Never mind. She had to get out of there, so that, <laughs> that would be a dumb thing to say. But I don't know. Next time you escape, take your debit card with you.
1: Just don't uh, don't speak at any uh, domestic violence seminars. <laughs> and, uh,
0: obviously, I'm being a per Oh,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, if it's not obvious, I'll need to say I'm being. <laughs> uh, to, yeah. He has some. Tom's an uncomfortable character the things that guy goes and and Rich some of Richie's voices are uncomfortably racist I think we talked about that before the guy keeps coming back the pickaninny guy like oh my god stop with that guy why didn't you edit him out like when you read read it in the hospital after he got hit by the car or something (laughs) um and then I mean like when I read that guy now oh, why are you doing that Oh, stop that And then, well, kind of skipping through Audra. I don't really have much to say about Audra other than uh, she goes she's back coming. to Derry 2. Yeah, yeah. Because she had to. She had to go back. So, uh, Even though it pissed off Freddie Freeman, or what is his name? Freddie something. Yeah.
2: It's like a pistol um, to her director. Bill told her not to go. Yeah, she's like, nope, I'm going to go.
0: Yeah, so we got. At the end of this chapter, Tom, Henry, and Audra are all heading to Derry. Actually, Tom's in Derry. Uh,
1: well, so's Audra. Don't they stay right oh, next yeah. to each
0: other? Oh, yeah. The cars yeah, the facing each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and I thought that was, so, yeah, uh, chapter, or part eight of that last chapter, it's just one paragraph. And it's talking about how they parked right next to each other. And it just moves on. Like, well, that's that's not just randomly in there. What's going on <laughs> in there? There's a reason you're mentioning how close they are. So, and I think if I remember right, that might be what happened to those two. Something happens. I don't remember exactly what it is. But I think... Uh, I know what happens to Audrey. I don't know what happens to Tom. But I think what happens to Audra has a lot to do with Tom, if I'm remembering it right.
1: Now. Uh, uh, you are correct, but we don't know that yet.
0: Okay. Oh, did you did you Google it?
1: No, I remember. Th- I mean, I, okay. I don't want to say. Tom? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, no, no, no.
1: Okay. I don't remember the specifics, but I remember how he plays into the plan with Audra in order to for everything else. Okay, great.
0: I don't remember any of it though. So. Yeah, it's like reading a book. <laughs> uh, all right, then we get to the history lesson. This one being uh, the Bradley Gang. Uh, I uh, was reading through this, going, "Damn, what the hell is wrong with these people?" Is uh, they like put your hands up, and then they just start shooting? Didn't even give her a chance. Uh, uh, and nobody called the cop although the cop was I think was the sheriff was there the sheriff was one of the people shooting at him yeah uh, and I like how he compares it to the, like the guy that, of course Stephen King's a baseball reference there's a million people that said they were at the stadium the day that happened there's a million people that swore they weren't there the day that happened uh, because yeah they were just complete assholes I don't know but. you they're in maine and where was he at indiana would you how would they have recognized them that far away It's the most wanted list how would they even have known who they were at that point
2: oh yeah but what didn't it say like the fbi was hunting them and i mean they still had like cameras and pictures and newspapers and stuff so
0: yeah i guess it's not the it was
2: probably national news if the fbi was looking for them
0: they probably had some grainy black and white their pictures um but uh, more importantly Mr Keene is the one that tells him the story
1: I've never seen uh, him be so friendly
0: <laughs> yeah he seems like a decent guy in this one he's like are you sure you want to hear this uh and but he ran the drugstore from 1925 to 75 that's a long time 50 years uh so in the 80s but, I mean, now, we don't see him in the 80s and the 50s. He was, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, I actually like him a little more now, though, after uh, reading Mike's part. Because after, after Jake and after uh, – uh, and, you know, the more I think about that in the sidetrack, with the character in the other book, interacting with Mr. Keene, and Mr. Keene came off like a total dick. But now I'm thinking it was Jake that was the dick, not Mr. Keene.
1: That was my opinion the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah maybe you were right um it yeah him in his incontinence pants <laughs> um so yeah like they don't not one person calls the cops they just all tell everybody to bring their guns 50 people show up with the and they just keep shooting and shooting and doing some more shooting yeah. Like, I think it was the girl was trying to give up and they were like, no, and the one guy was like, hey, and then he's like, well, maybe not. Like, they didn't care. What does he say? Once once the bloodlust is up, it, it can't be quelled or something like that.
1: Well, again, uh, well, not again, but the, that's very unbelievable because of like, we've seen, even in Stephen King works before, we've seen how um, like mob mentality can take over. <laughs>
0: Right. That's not real that's not real life, but yeah. Um,
1: and then also they were under influence of Pennywise, so
0: I would love the visual of him sitting there with an old western rifle (laughs) Western rifle sitting there shooting at at the car. Like that's awesome. In his clown suit even I think it was no no. No, not in his clown suit. In like a straw hat and overalls but with the white paint (laughs) on his face. Well, that's that's I I I, hopefully had a piece of grass sticking out of his teeth. He was chewing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then he starts talking about all the people that had guns on. He came in for a soda, and he had a forty-five, and he had a rifle over here, and he had uh, uh, remember all the other guns, but uh. Yeah, their their mistake was they thought that no one knew who they were way out here. What does the guy say? I I didn't get the pun at first till he said it again. He's like, I'll make I'll make sure you have all the bullets you need when you come back or something like that, or more than you need. <laughs> and then he repeats it to the sheriff, So I was like, oh wait a minute, he was being a smart ass, wasn't?
1: No, yeah, I didn't catch that.
0: Yeah, they definitely got all the bullets they needed. <laughs> It was 50, 60 men firing all at once for four to five minutes. That's a lot of bullets. Like, they talk about it was over four to five minutes, but there's nothing. Like, I don't know. When there's guns going off, that sounds like an eternity. That would be so loud. and so long.
1: I mean... Yeah, it's hard to believe that Derry is that isolated or that even like everybody in Derry who wasn't there just chooses
0: to ignore that. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make the paper. That didn't make, I mean, forget about Derry. How about the uh, you know, I don't know, the Maine State News or the 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 radio, uh, the new the TV station down in Bangor that would have been run, running up there to go cover it somebody would have said something. There's no way the whole town never talked about it at all. Uh. They said, did you see anyone that day that you didn't recognize? Oh, you mean the clown. Like, oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, actually. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. What does it say? He dressed in a pair of farmer's bib and a cotton shirt. His face was covered with that grease paint they used and he had a big red clown smile painted on and there's tufts of fake hair orange. the uh, fact
1: that three at least three of them saw the clown makes me wonder if all of them did or if like only a couple of them did too because well, they're adults
0: <laughs> and they each saw them in a different spot at the same time
1: and and with a different gun
0: so how many clowns were there I don't doubt wow. that there was a clown how many clowns was it?
1: that's just pennywise he could I, I wouldn't put it beyond him
0: to be able to multiply <laughs> Right. right. But, I mean, but if you know did everybody see a different clown that was shooting? did 50 people that see that that was
1: 50 my clowns?
0: question oh okay yeah that would be that sounds crowded uh, yeah
1: or was it only a few people and then why then like it just like i guess they believe i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah why did the adults see him that's the whole thing, they don't believe anymore. So maybe they—I guess they still believe to a point. You know, I, I'm not sure what the rules of, of Pennywise world are, which they're very confusing.
3: Yeah. yeah,
2: unless they were so fueled with like the—I feel like Rush is a bad word but like the anxiety and like the thrill of the moment and like the bloodlust uh, thank you adrenaline um that is they were able to suspend their belief to see him I or
3: they were able
2: to see
3: yeah, someone, I mean yeah
0: maybe they were so caught up in they like. the moment they, they weren't believing or not believing they were just taking everything as it happened
3: you know? yeah
0: so they weren't seeing something going that couldn't happen they were just like oh what's that yeah,
2: yeah. Like, I feel like that's the same thing with Mike's dad after the black spot. Like, there was so much anxiety and adrenaline oh, at that yeah. point.
0: That he was a bird, right?
2: Yeah, that was the bird.
0: Yeah, what a weird way to end that one.
2: Because he was an adult then, too. Yeah,
0: that's true. And he wasn't the only one that saw the bird, right? Doesn't there a, no, a couple other people see it? Uh,
2: not that I remember, but I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I do So it's dad's fault if the bird came after Mike. <laughs> um Yeah, I guess that's uh Oh, I like how he's leaning out the window at an impossible angle. Like he was floating, I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Floating that's is definitely like, a theme.
1: I keep thinking it's funny that they think that like they're like it had no shadow is like the the defining feature of this yeah, I, monster. I can hear the monster
0: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it had no shadow so what that's about the least of my
3: worries.
0: <laughs> yeah how about the fact that it sucks kids fucking brains out of their head
1: <laughs> bites big chunks of body parts off
0: right yeah I was watching the... Oh, oh that's what it was. It was the History of Horror. They were doing uh, Monsters and they were talking about It. That's what it was. Uh, I, I don't know. That clown in the new It, I just never saw his and cousin. Stephen King was like, don't blame me. I don't, uh, he said the Clown Association is mad at him or something <laughs> <laughs> like that. He's like, don't blame me. Kids hate clowns. I just, let, you know, told people about it. I'm not the one that made them creepy. They were already there. <laughs> like, yeah, you definitely exacerbated the, uh, the, uh, I don't, I can't remember if I didn't like clowns before Stephen King. I may have, it's possible, well, actually I didn't because Poltergeist was before it uh I, have you guys seen Poltergeist Yes,
1: yeah, I know are talking about
0: yeah so uh-huh. my clown, well there's a possessed clown that he keeps in his bedroom that doesn't end well
1: it's a doll uh, like the creepiest it's looking doll <laughs>
0: yeah it's, it sits on his rocking chair and he keeps looking at it waiting for it to move and it keeps not moving until it does yeah so, I think that's when remember, uh, my, my cousin uh, Chris was.
3: Yeah, he told about,
0: me. Yeah, about the nine. Wait, I was 13. Chris, he was about nine when he saw that movie, and he had a clown that the exact model clown, as a matter of fact, sitting on a chair in his bedroom. he went home, threw it right in the trash can. He went on doing that clown after <laughs> Uh So, I think that's where. I think between Poltergeist and it, like, I don't. I don't ever remember a time where clowns were funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know when it started, but I, he may not have been the reason, but he was a big factor. I think.
3: <laughs>
0: I think it was for Pennywise. I might actually have a grudging acceptance of clowns at this point. <laughs> that's over. All right, what's next? I think that's it for uh, this movie. Do I got anything? <laughs> No. (laughs) No. End of episode 21. Uh, Everybody say bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.